0: To Jordan came our Lord the Christ to do God's pleasure willing. And there was by Saint John baptized all righteousness fulfilling. There did he consecrate a bath. To wash away transgression And quench the bitterness of death By his own blood and passion He would a new life give us So hear ye all and well perceive What God doth call a baptism. And what a Christian should believe. Who error shuns and schism. There we should water use the Lord. Declareth in his pleasure. Not simple water, but the Word, and Spirit without measure. He is the true baptizer, to show us this, He hath His Word. With signs and symbols given. On Jordan's strength was plainly heard. The Father's voice from heaven. This is my beloved Son. In whom my soul delighted Hear him, yea, hear him, everyone Whom he himself invited Hear and obey his teaching Tender manhood, God the Lord, in Jordan's water standeth. The Holy Ghost from heaven's throne in dove-like form descended that thus the truth be not denied, nor should our faith away waver, that all three persons do preside at baptism's holy labor, and dwell with the believers His disciples sent Go teach ye every nation That lost in sin They must repent And flee from condemnation He that believes and is baptized Shall thereby have salvation. A newborn man he is in Christ. From death, and damnation. He shall inherit heaven. In this mercy hath not faith nor wrought therein discern Is yet sin condemned to death, and by that ever burdened. His holiness avails in not, nor wrought which he is doing, his inborn sin brings all to naught, and make it sure his ruin himself he cannot suffer. The eye of sense alone is dim, and nothing sees but water. Faith is Christ Jesus, and in him the Lamb ordained for slaughter. It sees the cleansing fountain red. With the dear blood of Jesus. Which from the sins inherited. From fallen Adam frees us, and from our own mystery. Amen. Page 136, we stand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins to God our Father, employing him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess to you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserved your punishment now and forever. But I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, as the called and ordained servant of the Word, announce the grace of God to all of you, and in the stead, and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Do, 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 do. You can join with me after the uh, first two lines. I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. There is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsetting and mine uprising. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I know whom I have believers and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. There is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, unto thy people a steadfastness in faith, that we might not be shaken by the doubts of the flesh, but ever be established in an unshakable hope in Christ Jesus, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Amen. Old Testament reading for St. Thomas Apostles is from the second chapter of Habakkuk. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and wait to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold, the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. Here ends the reading. The epistle is from the second chapter of Ephesians. Mm-hmm. Doo-doo. Their sound went forth through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. The heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament showeth his sandy word. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, I have chosen you out of the world That you should go and bring forth fruit, and your fruit should remain. Hallelujah. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 20th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now Thomas, called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hand the print of the nails, And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God, Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen, yet have believed. And truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. The Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, The Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Hymn number twenty-one. With God's own peace, the weary cheer; the prison's open gates are free. Forgiven by iniquity, peace and even, even out God's path that strays. What life in vice is The voice calls out, repent today. The King of Kings is on His way. Witness, witness to the world, the God the Lord unfurled, They are now strikes the dawn like day, God keeps the promises he made, and glide, all flesh like grass wilt to the core, but God's word lives forevermore. sermon text is from St. John, chapter 20, verse 27. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands. Reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. This is our text. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. The Apostle St. Thomas is described as one of the twelve in other words, Thomas's denial of the resurrection is even more offensive because of that. As one of the twelve, this unbelief, this doubting just shouldn't be. He had spent three years being taught by Jesus. He knew the character of those who were bearing witness. Furthermore, St. Thomas' absence that Sunday evening of Jesus' resurrection is also an affront to his special position. I mean, similar to a pastor skipping out on Sunday services. It it just shouldn't be. When St. Thomas was told about that Easter evening appearance, which, well, he had missed, we expect him to come around. But he doesn't. Thomas doubles down. Though they speak to him throughout the work, throughout the week, Thomas continues to reject the witness of the other apostles, the other disciples, and the women. And, well, stereotypically, those who reject the faith often make outrageous claims and demands of God. And true to form, Thomas doesn't just want to see for himself. He demands that he be able to inspect not just his nail-print hands, but even thrust into the side of Jesus. For some reason, I guess the holes in the feet were not of interest to him. But What does Thomas say? Here's what he says. Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And so Thomas sets out his demand, his ultimatum. I simply wish to point out that when Jesus appeared to the disciples on that next Sunday evening, Jesus completely gives in to Thomas's request. If that is what you want, well, then you will have it to the T. Jesus says, reach your finger here and look at my hand, and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. Now, at this point, I'm supposed to preach that we are not to set up demands for God, and that God has given us his word, and that is enough. And, well, Jesus did say, I quote, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And so, yes, we come to faith through the word. We are blessed by believing in the word with life. And salvation. However, this is not the first time, nor is the last time, in which someone asks God for a sign, and he gives it to them. Today's uh, Old Testament, uh, Judges 6 is the one uh, found in your bulletin that, that goes with the uh, uh, one year. Um, it deals with Gideon. I read John six thirty six to 40. So Gideon said to God, if you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, look, I shall put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece only, and it is dry on all the ground, then I shall know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. And it was so. When he rose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece together, he wrung the dew out of the fleece, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Don't, Do not be angry with me, but let me speak once more. Let me test, I pray, just once more with the fleece. Let it now be dry only on the fleece, but on all the ground let there be dew. And God did so that night, and it was dry on the fleece only, but there was dew on all the ground. In today's reading from John, uh, Judges chapter 6, We're going to find that there are multiple, including the context, multiple times, uh, uh, examples of this. So first of all, the angel of the Lord comes to Gideon when the Israelites were being oppressed by the Midianites. And Gideon is told, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Which is to say, God is getting ready to use you, Gideon. Get ready for war. But Gideon says, oh my Lord... If the Lord is with us, why has this happened to us? And where are all the miracles which our fathers told us about? Where are they? The Lord urges Gideon, saying, Go in this mind of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? But it's at this point that we have the recording of one demand after another of signs from God by Gideon so that he knows that he will defeat the Midianites. So one of the first things Gideon asks, he says, well, wait here and I'll prepare a sacrifice for you. Um, and uh, that's what he does. He goes and, and gets an offering of meat and bread and broth, prepares it and sets it before this angel of the Lord who who is the Lord himself. It says in the text, Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of his staff that was in his hand, touched the meat and the unleavened bread, and fire rose out of the rock, consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. Well, you would think that would be enough. Strengthened by his appearance, Gideon goes and tears down the altar to Baal, which his father had set up, and he uses the wood to sacrifice the bull to the Lord himself. Now, granted, Gideon does it at night, not in the daytime, uh, because he feared the people, but but he does it. And then, the second and third signs are are recorded in Judges 6 here, when the Midianites and the Amalekites had gathered to invade and defeat uh, the Israelites. Verse 34 says, But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. And so what does Gideon do? He sends messengers out to the nation of Israel and says to them, for them all to gather to come together, we're going to fight the Israelites. But then in his weakness, he asks a sign from God. And so we have recorded. First he asks that the fleece might be wet, and it happens as he said. Then he asks that the fleece might be dry, and it would be uh, uh, wet on the ground, and, and, and it happens. Okay. That ought to be enough. No. Then God reduces the number of the Israelites. They had 32,000 come. He says, anyone that's scared can go home. Now we're down to 10,000. And then the Lord tells Gideon, yeah, that's too many too. And so he takes, a, uh, uh, takes them down to the water and has them, uh, sorts them out there by who is going to lick it out or who's going to get it in their hand. And he reduces the number of the soldiers. Now we've got 300 only. And so, a fourth sign. <laughs> this one was not requested by Gideon. God himself now gives him another sign. And here's what it says. The Lord said to him, Arise, go down against the camp, for I've delivered it into your hand. But if you are afraid to go down, go down to the camp with Pua, your servant, and you shall hear what they say, and afterwards your hands shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. And Gideon is afraid, and so he does go down to the camp in order to listen. He hears one of the Midianite soldiers describe a dream, and here's what the man said. To my surprise, a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian. It came to a tent, and it struck it so that it fell and overturned, and the tent collapsed. And his companion answered and said, This is nothing but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. Into his hand God has delivered Midian and the whole camp. And so you know the rest of the story, how Gideon and his men take torches and they take trumpets against the Midianites. They break their jars, blow their trumpets. The Midianites panic. God has them killing each other and then they run off. Now that's a great ending, but... I want to return to the, to the signs, the signs which God demanded, which Gideon demanded, and then God actually gives to him. Furthermore, I want to make note that the text makes it quite clear that Gideon is not an unbeliever, a doubter. He's told that the Lord is with him. And the text tells us also the spirit of the Lord had come upon Gideon. yet, what then is the purpose of these signs? God told Gideon, in regard to the visit to the enemy camp, he said, And you shall hear what they say, and afterwards, your hands shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. So what is happening is our God is using these signs to strengthen the hands of believers. And in this particular instance, he is strengthening the hands of a spirit-filled judge of Israel so that he will fight God's battles. In the instance of St. Thomas, I don't think we can judge the state of St. Thomas' soul between Easter and and that next Sunday evening. Nevertheless, our Lord is coming to an apostle, one of the twelve, and he's giving him what he needs in order for that... St. Thomas's hands would be strengthened to make disciples of all nations than do, what well, the war that he was given to do. Now, the seeing and the touching may seem like an outrageous request, but the other 11 apostles had already seen and touched the Lord seven days earlier on Easter Sunday evening. These signs are not designed to create faith, for that belongs to the word and sacraments, but they do strengthen the hands of the faith-filled men. So what about you? Should you demand signs and wonders? Well, the Apostle John, who wrote today's gospel, concluded this, And truly Jesus did many other signs, in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that, believing, you may have life in his name. We usually emphasize the words, and then we de-emphasize the signs. However, if you listen quite carefully to those last two sentences, you will find that the signs are not to be de-emphasized, but instead, they're to be confirmed by the word. Here's what I mean. When Jesus says, these are written. What's the these? What's the referent for the, these things that are written? Well, it's the signs. It's the signs which Jesus did. Now, of course, we are being directed to the word, and it's, but it's that very same word which presents to us some of the signs which Jesus did. Now, not all the signs are written down, but the ones which are written down are designed to create and strengthen our hands of faith. In other words, there's no need for us to to demand our own special signs from God. We have a number of Gideon's signs. They have been written down to create and strengthen our hand of faith. We have the miracle of our Lord's resurrection to create and strengthen the hand of our faith. We have St. Thomas's finger touching the nail print hands and his hand thrust into Jesus' side. And those were written for us to create and strengthen the hand of our faith. In addition to this, we have the miraculous signs of baptism to create and strengthen the hand of faith. We have the miraculous presence of our Lord's body and blood and the Lord's supper to create and strengthen the hand of our faith. You see, the Lord knows the doubts of the flesh. He knows the weakness of our sinful nature, that it is always trying to, to shake our hope in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But our God, in his mercy and graciousness, has condescended. He has come to give us that which we need for faith, the word which teaches us about, well, the mysteries of the faith, the signs, the resurrection, the miracles. In fact, he even condescended to give the exact request of Gideon and St. Thomas to them, these signs are written, written for us. And we direct our attention to the word. They are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing, you may have life in his name. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Okay. Create in me, uh, the canticle, page 143. Mm-hmm. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And uphold me with your free spirit. Amen. Let us pray. We thank Thee, O Lord Almighty, that Thou didst raise up from the dead our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, that You showed Him openly unto witnesses chosen before You, who by Him received grace and apostleship, the ministry to testify of the gospel of Your grace unto the obedience of faith among all nations for His name's sake. We beseech Thee, of Thy great mercy, Keep us in the pure apostolic doctrine of the Holy Gospel. Accompany the preaching of the word with the effectual working of thy spirit, that we may be built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Help us to remember those who have spoken unto us the word of God and to follow their faith. Raise up at all times faithful witnesses of the truth and endue them with power from on high, that they may fearlessly confess thee before men, and turn many hearts to thee. Rule thy people with thy rod, the flock of thy heritage with the staff of the good shepherd, that being kept by thy grace and power, we may at last obtain the end of our faith, even the salvation of our souls. And with all the saints praise and glorify thee, world without end. I will wash my hands in innocence, and thus I will go about your altar, O oh Lord. The Lord be with you. Amen. us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is good and right, so do you. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord. Almighty Father, everlasting God, because you mightily governed and protected your holy church, which the blessed apostles and evangelists instructed in your divine and saving truth, therefore with angels and archangels And with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of Sabbath and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he, blessed is he, blessed is he that come in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Lord of heaven and earth, we praise and thank you for having had mercy on those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us to in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, He took the cup after supper and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it all of you, this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins, this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, grant us your peace. Let the partaking of your body, O Lord Jesus Christ, which I, though unworthy, do presume to receive, according to your loving kindness, be profitable to me for the receiving of forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation with the Father and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. I will receive the bread of heaven and call upon the name of the Lord. Lord, I'm not worthy. You should come under my roof, but only speak the word, and my soul shall be healed. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was given for me, preserved my body and soul unto life everlasting. Amen. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and so shall I be saved from my enemies. The blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was shed for me, preserved my body and soul into life everlasting. Amen. Come. Take and eat, this is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ, given unto death for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and eat, this is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take and eat, the true body of Christ, given for you. Take and eat, this is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood. Take and drink. The true blood of Christ, shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood. Take and drink, this is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, shed for you. Take and drink, this is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, shed for you. May this true body and blood strengthen and preserve your body and soul into life everlasting, depart in peace. Amen. Let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people. A light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. We implore you that of your mercy, you would strengthen us through the same, in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.
1: Amen,
0: amen, amen.